so vain I'm pretty sure the song is about me I'm so vain Don't you think the song is about me? Don't you, don't you Oh, today is Wednesday, November 4th, 2020 My name is Joe Batanson. I am the host this Joe Tanson show where I chronicle my emotions, my feelings, my stresses, my anxieties, my hopes, my fears, my joys, and my sadness. All on a little personal journal I like to call This Joe Tanson, but it's available to anyone who's willing to pay for it right here on Afterthought Media. said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of this Joe Batanz and today's edition is for Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. Lot to say here, uh, today, but, but still a lot of it is, you know, I'm going to give my brief thoughts on the state of things as they are at 6.06 p.m. Uh, Pacific time here in the United States, but then uh, we'll go right into... The rest of the story about uh, the drag to the polls event. I think when we last left off, Queen Sarah was bugging the shit out of me. And we got in Laganja and stuff. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's very, very strange. I'll be honest with you. It's uh, I told this story. There's, a, there's an episode of Catching Up where I talk about it. And now four years later, we have an episode of uh this job of dance where i'm going to talk about it but after you and i spoke or after i talked to you guys last night i continued to obsess on the numbers like i said michigan and wisconsin and uh were really really worrying me because i had i told you i'd made a practice uh road to 270 map and I had put them in the very solidly blue column. And I was like, Biden needs those states to win. And they were just not, they were light pink, but they were just staying light pink. And it was really, really upsetting to me. And in a lot of ways, emotionally, I was not, I, I, it was a repeat. It was rhyming me. It was rhyming with the night that Hillary lost to Trump the first time. I've talked about this before. Uh, Richard, uh, his boyfriend, li- lived down the street. He was having a little bit of a watch party because we were so convinced Hillary was just going to kick Trump's ass. He was having a watch party at his house, and everybody was just like drinking and talking and hors d'oeuvres and ha 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 and laughter, and then the mood started to sour. Uh, early on, and then I just remember by seven o'clock, I think it was. I just like I just want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. And I uh left the party. I thought I was going to go home. It was a short walk to my apartment, and I walked home. And I I've talked about this so many times. You guys have heard this before, but when I walked to 
uh, Sabian is the name of Richard's boyfriend. When I walked to Sabian's house, the world was one way. And when I walked home, it was another. It seemed like a darker, meaner place. Like I had to cross a big street and just seemed like people were just mean and honking their horns. And it was just mean, 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 mean. And I was just like, this is, it just seemed bad. It seemed wrong. I go, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home. I'm going to pop a Xanax. I'm going to curl up in bed. And when I wake up, everything will fix itself. And, uh, Hillary will have won. We have, will have pulled it out. And of course, as we know, that didn't happen. And last night I started to feel those same emotions. Michigan was pink. Not, uh, Wisconsin was pink. Minnesota was pink for a while, but then turned blue. Light blue though. Pennsylvania, pink. Ohio, pink. It was just seeming like, oh God, here we go again. Right? Now, by the way, right now, it's not over. Okay? Biden is not the president yet. Um, nor is Trump. We still don't know. And I'll tell you where things stand at this time, just for a matter of historical record. But, uh, I, what to so I, I did the same thing last night. <laughs> I had had a couple of beers though. Well, I guess I must have drank at Richard's uh, boyfriend's house too. I had a couple of beers during the night, and I don't know if I talked about this yesterday, but I was talking. Adam Vaught and I are big, you know, b- political nerds, and he and I were on the phone, uh, watching the numbers come in through the New York Times. Uh, blog and through 538 reading their analysis and whatnot and at a certain point we as of course it started to go sort of pink and red we both got really quiet but it was mostly because we were reading the analysis okay we were reading the analysis coming in and the thing is though there was at that point good and bad news coming in equal good news equal bad news for my team, at least I should say. can assume that you're all on my team. But for my team, it was equal parts good news and bad news. But there would be these moments of silence punctuated by Adam Vaught in his very monotone Adam Vaught way. Just only saying shitty bad news. So it'd be silence and you hear like, Trump's taking a lead in Ohio. The New York Times is calling North Carolina for Trump. And I'm not saying... I was seeing this... For for one thing, I was seeing the same information he was seeing. So I don't know why he had to tell me. I was clearly reading it. But two, I just didn't want to hear it. Not that I wanted to hear lies or I wanted to hear... But I'll give you a perfect example. So I go... I go. I I told him, I gotta go. (laughs) I gotta go. I can't do this. And I told my friend Mercedes about how... The story I just told you. I texted it to her. And she said, call me. And when I called her, she was like, yes, these numbers are true. But, and he started saying like, here's the bright side. This county isn't in. This county isn't in. We're still waiting on this. We're still waiting on that. We're still waiting on these pockets. And I go, okay, there's hope. She made me feel better. So I actually chose that moment to decide, you know what? My just watching the numbers isn't going to do anything. It isn't going to do a goddamn thing. 
So I'm just going to read things that have nothing to do with politics. I read comic books and I'm going to, uh, uh, just do that, Papa Xanax and go to sleep and hopefully Papa Joe, Uncle Joe Biden will pull it out. Now, as we know, I did wake up. I actually woke up in the middle of the night and I saw in the middle of the night, I saw that things were starting to turn blue. And so I said, okay. And I went back to sleep. And I slept better. I was having sort of a fitful night before that. And I started to sleep better. And then I woke up uh, fairly early. And that's when I started to consume the news. And that's when I saw that the tide, I wouldn't say it was a wave, but had begun to turn in our direction. Now it looked like Michigan was going our way. Now it looked like Wisconsin was going our way. And, and, um, and now that we know, as of 6.14 p.m. right now, it's looking at the clock, in Pacific time, we have Michigan, we have Wisconsin, would make me feel better. Surprisingly, or kind of surprisingly, we got Arizona. Arizona, so I showed Adam Burns on Throwing Down a map, and I said, we just need one of these to win. And look, so far some of those ones that are circled I haven't come in yet, but Arizona was that one that we needed to win. Now, the thing is, the little bit of the surprise is Nevada. I had Nevada in the solid blue column. And, uh, we don't have, we won't have the results till tomorrow. They're just not going to re- release the results till 9 a.m. tomorrow. Pacific time, noon Eastern time, uh, of the remaining ballots. They just stopped. There's, I don't know why they're doing that, but that's what they're doing. But as of now, actually, we should have more numbers from Arizona. I've just been recording the show, so I don't have those numbers in front of me. And, uh, and right now, um, Nevada's leaning blue, but we won't know. Arizona will get final numbers, but they're thinking it's going to be hard for Trump to overcome Arizona. Now, Trump is technically still leading in Pennsylvania, uh, North Carolina, and Georgia. But let me tell you right now, as things stand, if Biden wins Arizona and Nevada, he is at exactly 270. That's it. The race is over. Okay. He needs 270 to win. He has those 270. But I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. I think this is more for me later. I don't know if Biden will be able to overcome it, but in Georgia, he is making big inroads into eating into Trump's um, lead. And I think there's only like 80,000 between them. And that was much bigger earlier today, and they're still counting. Uh, North Carolina, I don't think Biden will overcome it, but he's gotten very close. North Carolina is very close. And Pennsylvania, anything's up in the air. People are thinking it looks good for Biden in Pennsylvania. But like I said, to me, the important one is Nevada. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia, one, two, or all of them would be icing on the cake. But right now, I want that motherfucking Nevada to come through for me, baby. Give me the 270, and I'm good. That's kind of where I am right now. Uh, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling positive. Um, I also recognize that just because we hit the number doesn't mean that Trump will not try and sue and take it to court. But I've read enough articles already that are like, so far, like, there's nothing Trump can sue about. He can sue, but somebody called it just basically a tweet with a filing fee. You know, so he can see all he wants, but he has to be able to show uh, gross irregularities. 
you know, for, for it to even get to the Supreme Court. And so far, there have been no accusations of anything such kind that would affect a certain race or an important race or a close race. So, but don't get me wrong. Just because it doesn't go anywhere doesn't mean he's not going to do it. And I realize it. So I know we're not, I know just because Biden technically reaches those numbers, I, there's, I don't think Trump's going to concede. As I stated before, my nerves primarily were about post-election, not the election itself, even though the election itself did give me a run for its money. Okay, let's get back to the story about uh, drag to the polls and the event that happened. So like I said yesterday, we found this amazing woman named Sarah Lazarus, okay? she She's a, a burgeoning comedy writer, and man, she is type A to the T, right? Like, we asked her to do shit, and she got shit done. Like, I don't want to get into the nuts and bolts because it's kind of boring. But like I said, the March on and and uh, which is the the funding organization and um, Future Coalition, where Tomas is from, they were doing some sort of live stream event and they needed a drag queen to do uh, some sort of like public service announcement. Like they're in like a like they're like a stewardess, and this Queen Sarah helped write the bit, wrote it, filmed it, got um. This drag queen named Paige Turner to film it. It came out great. It, I mean, it was just fantastic. She did it like in, in a day, right? She helped us get Laganja. She helped us do this. She helped us do it. She did so much. Now, like I said before, we paid her. She negotiated a fee and we paid her. But the thing is, man, once we were done and we were, she's like, Oh, I can help you get Laganja for your event. We were like, Sure, that sounds great. She would not leave us alone. She became like a stalker, you know? And it was like, and it was like, they were like she, here's a big one. I guess she told Laganja's people that we, I just dropped something. What did I drop? Weird. Oh, wait, I think my iPad fell between the seat. Weird. I think she told Laganja's people that, there were going to be press there, which is not a lie. We said there would be press at this event, you know? And, but at that point, you know, there's a whole PR team to the organization. We're not the PR team. We told the PR team, this is what's going to go on. Please get press, blah, 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 blah. And then they do their thing. And she was fucking bugging every goddamn hour. And by this point now, and I'll get to this in a second. Shit was actually starting to go down and we were actually doing things. So I'm trying to dr- juggle cats essentially. And she's like, do we have the press? Blaganda people want to know who the press are. What press is going to be there? Does anyone have the press? Does anyone have anyone find out the press? Laganja wants to get a car to get a ride there. Do we know what Uber is going to be Uber or Lyft? Do you know what time they're going to get there? Has anyone called whether Uber or Lyft are going to pick up Laganja? Like it was nonstop to the point. Where, and, and this is, I've always said, this is a shadow of mine. If you, and I think Luke Stamen would complain about this, and Brie actually might um, say this is good. I'm a very hands-off boss, and I think there are good things to that and bad things to that. The good things are, like, I just let you do your shit. I say, I need this shit done by this point, I wanted a certain way, and then I'd leave you alone. I am the opposite of a micromanager, okay? The problem is, if you're a person who needs A, constant validation, or B, 
you are going to bug me if you're going to, I don't think there's a, what's the opposite of micromanager when you're a micromanaged, <laughs> where you like have 700 million questions. I don't put up with that. All right. Now, anyway, I think the shadow part of it, and I think there are people like Luke who want me to every second tell them that they're doing an amazing, wonderful, perfect job. And I don't do that either. To me, it's the fact that I'm not bitching about you or complaining means you're doing a good job. Um, so anyway, uh, so if you don't hear from me, that's good. If you work for me, you don't hear from me. That's a good thing. I mean, I'm happy. So, um, what I was going to tell you is that I, at a certain point, you kept bugging about the fucking press and I kept, I, first I was polite, like, we don't know who it is. I mean, and I kept saying, the second we know who it is, I will let you know. After the hundredth time she bugged, I was like, you know what? Tell the Ganja's people that if it's that important and that and we don't have an answer, that they can pass. Oh, she got so offended. I'm not going to cancel on her, which is funny because I never told her to cancel Laganja. I just said, if it's that big of a deal and that's the deal breaker for Laganja coming, tell her not to come. Because we don't have an answer and I don't know when we'll have an answer. Now, by the way, there was press at this event. There were two media outlets. You know when I found out that those media outlets were going to, what, what media outlets were going to be there? The event was on Monday, like Friday, because we thought it was going to be on Saturday. Like the, we were supposed to be on Halloween. We had to move it. So, uh, there's that. Okay. So then the other thing is, is I was getting swamped. I don't know how I can, I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know how to make it come to life. Well, in a weird coincidence, in a weird coincidence, I rem, why well, this isn't a coincidence. I remembered that in a weird coincidence, my cousin Richard was good friends with the guy who had organized DragCon. For the first three years of DragCon. He worked at WoW and he organized DragCon. I go, that's the bitch we need. We need her because A, she'll know these drag queens and she's put on events. She knows what to do. And so uh, I contacted my cousin Richard. He helped connect us. Uh, we negotiated with Rudy. His name's Rudy. Uh, what his price would be. We said, that's fine. We'll do it. Yada, yada, yada. And uh, when... Uh, so then Rudy becomes involved. And I got to tell you guys something. Thank fucking God for Rudy. Because Rudy made everything happen. Everything happened because of Rudy. We have our first meeting. By the way, when we have our first meeting, we're only like a week away from when the, like it's the week before Halloween. And there's nothing. There's nothing. Nothing is put together. And I'm saying like, well, there's a parking lot across the street from the ballot box and I want a step and repeat and I want a pink carpet. We want to work with Hamburger Mary's and get the dressing room and do this and that. And he's like, oh my God. And get, he's like, what drag queens do you have? I'm like, none. <laughs> so he fired all of them. La Ganja. And he's like, okay, let me work on it. And God, man, Rudy made it happen. Rudy made it happen. So uh bravo to rudy worth every single penny so i'm gonna get you guys in this episode let me see if i can do it so we get the pink carpet we get the step and repeat we get this we, uh, rudy somehow gets a hold of hamburger mary's and they're like we want oh yes this is perfect we are going we want to be involved in this we're going to give you these tickets that you know take five dollars off a uh you know you get a five dollar cocktail and money off of a course and you know this and that and um, and they, they're willing to have the girls can use the dressing rooms. No problem. That's amazing. Yes, we want to be a part of this. Uh, 
And then uh, he helps us get the drag queens. He gets us Delta work. He gets us uh, this drag queen that run for office in Silver Lake named Maybe a Girl. He gets us Loras. He gets us Felony Dodger from Dragula. He gets us... Um, a bunch of other local drag queens, people of color. It was fantastic. We had a whole lineup of drag queens immediately because of Rudy. And all for less than what we would have paid. Actually, for, for what we would have paid Jackie Beat. We got all those drag queens for the money that we would have paid Jackie Beat by herself. Okay? And uh, so everything is ready to go. And then we have to have a meeting with the with the drag queen that books... Uh, Hamburger Mary's to help us get the, co- the logistics set up. Oh my god, just wait until you hear about that meeting. What a fucking hateful bitch. You'll hear all of that. You're gonna hear how we had to cancel the Halloween night event and move it to Monday, and they're gonna hear about all the drama that happened the day of the event. It's all gonna happen right here in only one place. This Joe Batanz, right here on After Funny.